Welcome to Conscious Business, where entrepreneurs learn to master their mindset, conquer their fear, and step into their bigger game. Now, here's your host, Julie Zuzak. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Conscious Business, and welcome to the start of an amazing new week. Thanks for tuning in to this series on blueprinting where we look at some of the biggest challenges that you will be or have been facing as an entrepreneur. We kicked this series off in episode 130. And just to refresh your memory, a situational blueprint is when you create a plan for an event, a milestone, maybe even a challenge in your business, and you think through how you're going to handle it. This helps us to prepare for the future scenario by deciding how we intend to handle it when it shows up, deciding what action we're going to take. So, so far in this series, we have created blueprints for failure. Yes, that was the very first topic, talking about failure. And then last week for mega success. This week, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, a growth hangover. And before we dive into a growth hangover, I have a few shout outs that I want to do. This is to some of the people who tuned in last week and especially of those who are active in our Facebook group and really continuing this conversation about blueprinting and what their journey looks like as an entrepreneur. So a huge shout out to Raisa, to Katrina, to Kathy T, Dianira, to Delaney, Denise and Molly and Christine, to AJ, Mark, Theodora and Amanda, Haley, Alexandra and Linda. Thank you guys for chiming in and really telling us all about your fears of mega success. I think it's really powerful to make your fears conscious. And this simple act of saying what it is that you're afraid of helps you to remove the fear. So it's always fascinating to me too to see what it is that people are specifically afraid of. Hands down, the most common fear that we all talked about last week was the worry of maintaining success. The second most common fear was that it would be overwhelming. And the third most common fear was the fear of judgment, right? Of what other people are going to think of us, whether we're going to be criticized, the tall poppy syndrome. And if you're not part of this conversation going on, head over to my Facebook group, it's Conscious Business, and send me a request to join the group. I would love to have you join us. And if you've likely figured out being an entrepreneur can be overwhelming and isolating at times. So being part of this group is a great strategy to get that support that you so need as an entrepreneur. And it really helps you get the most out of this podcast. You know, it's one thing to listen to it and tune in every week, but to actually engage with the content and talk about some of your biggest challenges, well, that's where the magic starts to happen. That's where you're going to see things really start to shift and you're going to really start to be empowered. You know, for me, the part that I love most is just this validation to see how empowered people are once they start to talk about the things that they're going through. So without further ado, let's dive into this topic of growth hangovers. 
And if you haven't experienced a growth hangover, or if you don't even know what the heck I'm talking about, don't worry, you're gonna find out very, very shortly. So here's a look at what you're gonna learn today. First, I'm gonna explain exactly what a growth hangover is. In our second segment, I'm going to explain how it impacts you as an entrepreneur. And in our last segment, we're gonna create a blueprint for how you can deal with a growth hangover. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, as I said in the intro, a growth hangover is clearly one of my favorite topics. It's something that impacts all of us, but for many people, it goes completely undetected because they've never even heard of the term before, or maybe they've never really spent time thinking exactly how exhausting it can be to do things that are outside of our comfort zone. Even last week, I was working with a team on site, and I explained this concept of a growth hangover at the start of the session, and as we went through the afternoon, the participants kept bringing it up throughout the session because it was something that really resonated with them. And that's what it's all about, people. It's that simple. It's about presencing exactly what it is that you are going through on your journey as an entrepreneur. Because as soon as you presence it, you name it out loud, you realize that it's going on, then you can start to understand it. And instead of it happening to you, you can be empowered about what is happening. You can be proactive instead of having to be reactive all the time. So a growth hangover happens when we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. And that typically requires us to exert a larger amount of energy, either because things are new or they might be things that are intimidating to us. Growth hangovers are a very real thing and they affect us physically and emotionally. So I want you to start to be aware of them. I want you to recognize them. And today we're going to even plan for them in advance. Most importantly, I want you to be compassionate with yourself when you have one. Think about what happens when you have a food hangover or maybe a hangover from drinking too many adult beverages. So think about what happens to you physically. You're likely a little bit tired. You're not at your peak performance. You might take it easy that day, you know, just phone it in. You might rehydrate and take it easy on your body. And the same thing applies to a growth hangover. You need to acknowledge what you've gone through and give yourself a chance to recover. So take it easy. Just relax, recognize what you've gone through. And if it's something that's really intense, then once the adrenaline leaves your body, you're likely going to feel pretty tired. Now, when we're doing things that are new or that challenge us, we tend to use up more energy. So a simple task that we do every day might spend, I don't know, two units of energy. But something that is new that we've never done before, it might require 10 units of energy because there's new elements to the task that require more focus and attention. And if you're doing anything that is outside of your comfort zone Well, get ready for a really big growth hangover because your sneaky little saboteurs, aka those negative disruptive voices inside your head that are always telling you that you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, people don't want to hear from you, 
those voices always show up the most and the loudest when you're on the cusp of growth, when you're about to step outside of your comfort zone. All right, so you're not only gonna be doing something new, but you're also battling your saboteurs as you're doing it. You see, they want you to stay small. They want you to be safe. And so you've gotta put up that fight. You've gotta step up to get outside your comfort zone. These gatekeepers, they challenge you and they question you and they try to negotiate all the reasons why you shouldn't do something new, why you should just try to relax and play it safe. And this makes it extra challenging because we have to stand up to our saboteurs. So a growth hangover happens when we spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. This requires us to exert a large amount of energy, either because we're doing something new or something is intimidating to us. The reality is that as entrepreneurs, we do spend a disproportionate amount of time outside of our comfort zone. It's true. Think about it. We're doing new things because we have to. And in many instances, we're wearing different hats. And this can be uncertain to us because, you know, we're doing things that are a little bit scary. And this explains why it's so hard as an entrepreneur. It's so exhausting and why everything feels like it's an uphill battle because there is a disproportionate amount of new in our life. It's not just about the large volume of work. It's about what we're doing that makes it so hard. You don't get to specialize in one thing like when when you had a job. You have to do everything, especially in the beginning. And this is what makes it so darn exhausting. And this is the real reason that entrepreneurship is so difficult. And I want to make sure that you really understand this because I don't think a lot of people get it. They think that being an entrepreneur is just about having a job, but you work for yourself. No. It's not just that we're working hard and doing a large volume of work. We're doing things that are new to us all the time. We're spending a disproportionate amount of time in the new and this is overwhelming and exhausting and let's face it sometimes a little bit scary people aren't conscious often of their fear and so sometimes they can procrastinate or avoid things and so this is what's really going on but you have to lean in and you have to do the things that are new or a little bit scary for you you do you really really do So here's a little bit of tough love. If you're not willing to do the things that are new or scary, then your business cannot and will not grow. That's a great tweetable. Let me say it again. If you're not willing to do the things that are new or scary, your business cannot and will not grow. Being an entrepreneur is not a fancy version of a job. People start a business and think they can just work really hard like they did in their job and that being an entrepreneur is just a slightly larger volume of work and you just need to find ways to be a little bit more efficient, right? Cram more things in and then you'll be successful. But it's not that easy. It isn't. I'm sorry. It isn't. Being an entrepreneur is not a fancy, souped-up version of a job. You don't get gold stars for staying on top of your email or showing up on time to the office or dressing in nice clothes. All those superficial things are insignificant. They tend to give you a false sense of security, right, and success in the corporate world because you're following the norms. You're fitting in. 
But when you're an entrepreneur, those things are irrelevant. It doesn't matter what you wear when you're running your own business because you've got bigger things to be responsible for now. You don't have to fit in. You are the one, the only one that's going to worry about these things like, I don't know, generating revenue, making tough decisions, prioritizing your time, deciding what is the one most important thing to do every day. Being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through because you need to spend so much time outside of your comfort zone. This is what will move the dial and really grow your business. Do you get that? You're being called forth in a really big way to learn, to grow, and the choice is yours. If you accept this calling to grow on a personal level, You will not only be expanding your range and your comfort zone, you will be growing your business because your business is an organic entity with a soul. It's an extension of you. It is the ultimate opportunity that you have for personal growth, for serving others, for increasing connection and essentially raising consciousness. Okay, so now that you fully understand what a growth hangover is, we're going to create a situational blueprint for how you're going to handle it when it shows up in the future. Three steps. Step one, create a frame of reference. So I want you to go way back. Think of a time recently or way back in the past where you did something that was new or scary, something where you potentially could have had a growth hangover. And I want you to try to remember how this impacted you. What did you notice? What did you realize? For me, I always notice a peak valley pattern. So whenever I launch something new, do a big event, it takes an enormous amount of energy. So right after that, I crash. It just happens, right? I typically lean back. I take a bit of time. I take a break. I recharge. I recover. In my last full-time job, my boss would always send me on a vacation after a big event that we hosted. And it just became kind of this thing that we would do as a routine because I would always be drained and exhausted because I I went in at 120% and just completely gave it everything I had. And so this time, and he knew that, right? And so he always appreciated what I did. And he said, all right, where are you going to go on vacation? That was just, it was just our thing. And this time away was always great for me to recharge, reflect, appreciate the milestone and all my hard work and determination to get things done. So there's always great knowledge and wisdom in reflecting back on what you did because you learn so much about you and what you need in that time. So step number one, look back on the past where you could have had a growth hangover and see how you handle it. What did you need to get through it and how did you recover from it? Step number two, create an action plan of how to deal with it. Now, you can do this in a few different ways. If your growth hangover is going to come from a big event that happens, say, all in one day, concentrated, maybe you have to give a big talk, maybe you're finishing a new proposal, then one of the smartest things that you can do is proactively give yourself time to relax before and during. Maybe you remove all the non-critical things from your schedule. Doing something new can put us in an energy deficit. So if you're proactive and you build up your energy stores before, then you lessen the chance that you're going to go into an energy deficit after. Another way is to give yourself time to recover by taking time off afterwards, like I just shared in my example. 
or maybe just slowing down the pace. Or you could prepare with a nurturing activity like a spa date, or maybe spending time with friends, doing something fun that's going to really feed your soul. Another strategy is to balance out all the new with some old. So if you're going through a period of new where you're learning and you're spending a lot of time outside of your comfort zone, try to balance that out with something that you can do easily and effortlessly. So that is step number two, create an action plan of how you're going to deal with your growth hangover. And the third and final step, share the plan with others. Reach out to someone who knows you well and tell them about your strategy for dealing with a growth hangover and ask them for their help. There's always the possibility, and I'll just be honest here, that we don't always recognize that we have a growth hangover when we're in it. So we need these awesome people around us who are going to hold up that mirror and tell us honestly what's really going on because sometimes you can't see the forest through the trees. Chances are they may not even know what the growth hangover is either, so you get this awesome chance to explain what it is, be an expert, and then you will prepare them for it too. And so that is it. Three simple steps to create a situational blueprint for your growth hangover. Step one, create a frame of reference. Understand how you've been impacted in the past and what you've needed. Step two, create an action plan of how to deal with it. And this can be proactively or reactively. And step three, share the plan with others. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode. For motivation this week, I want you to think of something that you have done in the past that really challenged you, either physically or mentally. Maybe it was something new. Maybe it was something kind of intimidating. Think about how you felt. Maybe you were nervous or scared. Maybe you were excited and you had butterflies in your tummy. Think back to what you did to prepare for it. How did you get ready? And then what was it like to actually accomplish it? Did you feel proud? Did you surprise and amaze yourself? Did you feel different after you finished it? Did you feel invincible? Looking back on this extraordinary time, what did you learn about yourself? How did you grow? I want you to appreciate the fact that you have signed on for a very difficult journey as an entrepreneur. So take time to appreciate everything that you've done in the past and be prepared for all those amazing, extraordinary growth hangovers that are to come. Because it is through these big challenges that we get to learn and grow the most. Thanks for hanging out with The Corporate Yogi. Remember, being an entrepreneur can be intense and isolating at times. Don't do it alone. Become part of Julie's Facebook group called Conscious Business. And if you're really serious about growing your biz, visit thecorporateyogi.com and book a free strategy session with Julie today. 